Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Have you kept your engagement ring after a broken engagement? And if you did, what did you do with it? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bradley, why did we get curious about this question? Uh, well, because uh, I'm trying to get rid of my old engagement ring from before I got married. No. Not true. <laughs> this has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with Paris Hilton and her ex, now ex fiance, Chris Zilka, because I was trolling through the internet today and I saw a story over on the TMZ that Chris wants that engagement ring back from Paris. And I was like, Lord, tell me more, because something don't smell right about this story. Because you'll remember the ring that he gave Paris Hilton uh, when they were engaged earlier this year. And they're not anymore, which we talked about already. uh, Retails for around $2 million. That's a lot of money. Chris Zilka, what does he do again? He's um, a... Exactly. That, I don't know. He's a He's model. A guy. Oh, okay. Right? All right. Mm-hmm. I think that's his claim to fame. He's an actor, too. Oh, yeah, because he's been in so much stuff. Oh, wait. He acts I know. like he's famous. Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, Chris Zilka. No, it was a joke. Um, Chris Zilka. <laughs> I'm just pulling up his IMDb. He's adorable. And, like, who wouldn't, you know? But um, that's taking too long. So here we go. I'm just looking to see. Okay. Well, he was in some stuff. He was in some TV. He's been in TV. Okay, Piranha 3DD, 3DD. Is that like a dirty movie? I feel like that's got to be a... Piranha 3DD? Mm-hmm. Okay. Porn Rana. Um, Teen Rana. Okay, that's if right. If you're going to do it. That's okay. right. So Paris Hilton allegedly, uh, or I should say Chris Ilka rather, wanted to give back that ring. Wanted, wanted her to take, yeah. To give back the ring. That's the story today. And I'm like, really? Did you buy this $2 million ring? Because I always thought like they went to Zales together and she picked out the ring that yeah. she wanted, and then and then she, she paid for the, the ring she wanted. Right. Well, according to the story in TMZ, he wants the ring, which was valued at two million dollars back. Now, apparently, though, the jeweler and Paris have a close relationship, and because of the publicity for the jeweler that she got for the ring, the jeweler gave Chris a discount. Okay. <laughs> One wonders if he real if that was really a discount, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what did he pay, like fifteen hundred dollars, and then he got a two million dollar ring? Mm-hmm. That's not really a discount, anyway. Under California law, if she calls off the engagement, he gets the ring back. So that's like a law, right? So, I mean, I didn't know it was a law, but that is actually the etiquette. Yeah. Is that if yes, the etiquette says if you said yes to the engagement and you accept the ring, that's part of a contract. Yeah. But to me, and I don't know what the law is in the state of Minnesota, it doesn't matter. To me, I'm thinking to myself, now, the other part of the story you should know is that he hasn't asked her for it back. Mm-hmm. But he's telling you know TMZ that he would like the ring back. I love that. He's telling TMZ that. Yeah. I would like, the sources tell them that he's made it clear he would like the ring back, but he would never ask her for the ring back. <laughs> what? I am so confused. Bottom line is, I'm saying to myself, why would you ever keep an engagement ring? 
And I and I wonder the same thing. That seems like, and you know, um, you know, people might say, "Well, because I want it, it's expensive, and you gave it to me. It's a gift." Okay, fine. But I kind of feel like there's some weird, like Brady Bunch going to Hawaii, bad Mm -hmm. juju in the you know totem. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I don't want that ring anywhere near me because I feel like it would just follow me around like a curse. Yeah, it needs to be like saged or something. Yeah. 651-641-1071. Did you keep your engagement ring and what did you do with it if you did? Brooke is on the line. Uh, let's talk to Brooke. Brooke, did you keep your engagement ring? Um, No, I was actually calling about the etiquette, which you already oh, talked yes. about. Oh, yes. Okay, but d- d- you talk probably... More. Yeah, talk more about it. Yes, I don't remember where I read it, but when I was getting married, I um, looked up a lot of etiquette things like how to address um, envelopes to make sure kids didn't come or kids could come and all this weird stuff. But that came up about um, it is proper etiquette that if you are engaged, that the ring goes back to the man if you do not get married. Yeah. And, and I, then if you do get married and then the marriage ends, then the woman gets to keep the ring. That oh, seems be, like if you fulfilled the contract, <clears throat> then yep. the then the ring becomes. So basically it's on loan until you sign yeah. over your life, your yeah. life. Womanhood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Brooke, yeah. thank you. And I love too that. Yeah. The, the etiquette and all the and the law, frankly, it, I mean, it's a little um, <clears throat> pa- patriarchal. Yeah, you think? Uh, a $12 word on a midday uh, pop culture radio show. But um, I just don't think like, okay, if you wanted to like benefit from the ring Mm -hmm. after, but you, you know, don't want to keep it. I mean, I guess you could sell it. I just would want no part of it because I feel like, again, maybe I'm just superstitious. That is not energy to use a, you know, ooey wooey Mm -hmm. concept. That's not an energy that I want around me. Right. If I, if I am not in that relationship yeah. anymore, I don't want that in my worldview. Okay, so let me ask you this weird question. Yeah. Would you ever purchase a used? No. No. No, because I like the, the idea. I like the idea of like passing something down. Mm-hmm. Like through a family. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think I like the idea of going, and I know people do that all the time. Yeah. Like, and they probably would. I don't, I'm not a jewelry person anyway, so this is all sort of moot, but but I feel like that's just weird, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. And also, um, and I want to get, we've got Annie on the line and I definitely want to get to her call. But when I think about this whole notion of the the ring and the engagement ring, some of it to me, it feels like I would want to know who called off the engagement. Oh, sure. Right? Because to me, that matters. Yeah. Maybe not for the law and maybe not for the etiquette. But let me tell you what, if he proposes to me, I mean, all of this is moot for me as well. But if he proposed to me, put the ring on my finger, and then he was the one that was out, you think, you, you know, trotting around. Uh, if that were the case, then I say she gets to keep the ring. If he was the one that was like, yeah, yeah. it turns out I'm, I'm not that into you. I'd yeah. be like, well, I'm into this ring. Okay. Um, let's go to Annie. Hello, Annie. Annie, did you uh, keep your engagement ring after a broken engagement? Well, I did. He got caught cheating on me. I kept the ring. I went to go sell it. It was fake. <gasps> Get dun, out. Dun, dun. So was he, Annie. Yes. So, so he was, was he. So good riddance. Yeah. But wow. see, what, what I like about that is like, and you totally are within rights to like, you know, keep it, sell it, whatever you oh. want to do with it. But then I feel like you probably just felt a little bit better about not even having to deal with it. I mean, even though it well, sucked that it was fake. 
I kind of wanted the money to be honest oh, sure. after you know he left, but you know, hey, it was it was worth uh, twenty thirty bucks. So there's that. Wow. Oh my gosh, Annie! I hope you had a call. ceremonial like flushing of the ring down the toilet or something. <laughs> ceremonial. Flushing of the ring. Hey, we're going to stay on this wedding topic because we've got a very fake wedding to talk about that we've been uh, talking about really for the last few weeks. And Mm -hmm. we'll continue talking about until they make it down the aisle. And that is the wedding of Jonas. Priyanka Chopra. Nick Jonas. And Nick Jonas. It's a fake relationship. We're going to tell you uh, what we've learned in our Jonas bonus after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107. Well, we've sort of accidentally become obsessed with uh, a fake relationship, and that's the relationship between Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and uh, we've been on the case that this is a fake relationship set up solely for the purpose of advancing the careers of Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Yeah, it's all just fakey, fake, fake, fake for money, power, and influence. But, you know, it's not the only one in Hollywood. It's just a delightfully rich example that's happening in real time. And so we've dedicated ourselves to being truth tellers. And really, frankly, it's only a matter of time before we get our Pulitzer Prize for this, uh, you know, cavalcade of journalistic integrity and excellence. Emphasis on the poo. In the Pulitzer. Well, I did say a Pulitzer Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, in any case, we, every day, we look for, like, a little something new, a little, like, what are we learning today about Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas? Well, the wedding is fast approaching. It's allegedly happening on December 2nd in India. Now, it's not just going to be, like, a quick, like, one-hour event with a little reception afterwards. This is, like, a very lengthy event. And they've got a number of different sort of pieces of it taking place well the latest and also i will also i would also like to point out the reporting of it in american tabloids is very different from how it is reported in indian tabloids yeah well there's a it's a whole there's just so much yeah so so i was looking at some of the um the publications out of india about their about their marriage about their wedding and the most recent one I read that just made me roll my eyes, and I thought, I have, to, I have to bring this one to the show, is that part of their wedding will be basically a recreation of their first date. They're going to recreate their first date. Okay, what does that mean, actually? Like, what, like, they're, like everybody's going to be watching that I'm experience? I'm not entirely sure exactly what this means, but... Um, their first date, they say, was in 2017 after they met at the Met Gala. Now, to be fair, we've had we've heard sort of multiple different versions of the story of how they met, or it's been kind of a vague, I guess we should say. We've heard vague versions of how they how they met, but they will wear the same outfits on during this recreation. They will go on a similar date as part of their uh, Roka ceremony or before or after. No, this I'm sorry. That's not true. This is the quote. The couple will solemnize their marriage on December 2nd in Jodhpur before one of the other ceremonies, either the Mehendi or Sangreet, Sangeet, 
They will go on a similar date to their first date. The couple will wear the same outfits that they had worn for the occasion. That's when they started seeing each other in 2017 after they met at the Met Gala. So what they're saying is that before one of these traditional Indian parts of the wedding ceremony, they're going to go on an actual date that'll be reminiscent of the one they actually went on at first. Apparently. The Mendy one I know is um, because I, you know, again, like you, I have learned so much about these Indian weddings because of this particular story. The Mendy one is where, you know, they do that traditional Mendy um, art yep. and drawing. Mm-hmm. And then the Sangeet ceremony um, is a whole separate ceremony. And this is the one that I found an article about where it talks about um, uh, there's going to be like singing and dancing and they're going to be doing like Bollywood numbers. So this is like no small thing. This is going to be like several days of them participating in, you know, different events. Okay. And if you don't think that there are going to be cameras present for this. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Okay. So for those who follow us lightly or maybe haven't listened to us until today about this particular topic, the whole notion was at the very beginning when we started talking about this fake marriage, because again, remember, they got together May, May, right? Mm -hmm. Two months later, proposal. Mm -hmm. Very quickly, we were like, oh, and there was a story about them doing a reality show, right? There was either a story or a blind item about the couple doing a reality show. Right. And it was like, that was the first sign of like, oh, I think this is completely fake. And it would make perfect sense that they're going to, you know, turn this into a reality show. Like, mm-hmm. why would these this couple put on such a big, elaborate um, wedding? Right. 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 Um, and one of the reasons potentially was that they would be filming something for a reality show. Right. Which is not beyond the realm of possibility. Kim and Kanye, or not Kim and Kanye, Kim and Chris Humphreys, remember that? Right. Um, yes. So that to me is just, that seems obvious. Well, then if you think about all of these different wedding ceremonies, there's going to be a Christian ceremony for Nick and his family. And then there's going to be this like multi-day elaborate Indian wedding, right? For mm-hmm. um, in India with Priyanka and her family. This would make a perfect. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil fake reality show remember also that they went to for the roca ceremony i think uh for nick's family to meet her family which is i think the purpose of that ceremony Mm -hmm. and by all accounts they had a camera crew following them for that absolutely like it just makes perfect sense keep in mind yep that what else is going on 
in between all of this. She is filming. Yeah. Is this, is this where you're yeah. going? Yeah. She is filming uh, a movie called oh, The Sky is Pink. Sure. Or Sounds The good Moon is Pink. Sounds or right. there's a sky and a moon. And yeah. They have She's a color. filming a movie. Yep. And, and he has at least one that's about to be released and he's about to start working on another. Yeah. So again, this just, and I know you're all like, blah, 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 blah. we're not saying the earth is flat. We're saying like, hello, celebrities mm-hmm. who just met who both uh, have high-profile careers, when you look at them, you're like, and then you listen to the way they talk about each other, you're like, does that seem genuine or organic to you? Well, and then you add up all of the sponsored content that is weaseling its way into their Instagram accounts. Oh, yeah, and how you see them portrayed in the tabloids, all of the events leading up to the ceremony, how they talk about the rings, the rings from Tiffany, how she talks about the bridal shower being held at Tiffany. Yeah. Um, Which is where he got the ring. Yeah. I mean, there's just all kinds of he threads got the ring you at can Tiffany. pull through. They shut down Tiffany's story about Tiffany. She has her bridal uh, shower there. And then a few days later, she goes to Amsterdam in front of the W Hotel and has her bachelorette party. I mean, this is going to do nothing but continue right up through December, whatever. And I guarantee you there's been a camera crew following them around for all of this. But here's where I really want to get you going, Bradley. And we only have like a minute for you to really unload on this. Oh, hey. The tabloids in India, they have their own nickname for Chonus. Oh, yeah. Prick. Okay, explain why it's... Priyanka and Nick... Yeah, which Smushed I together, get. It's prick. But it's Chonus. Chonus to me is the best name. I don't know why this. they can't make it stick. Chonus. It's not hard. It's actually no. genius as far as we're concerned. Yeah, prick is like an actual word. Well, that's also just a bad and word. Rude. So Chonus. Everybody, just say it together. Chonus. 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 When we come back, we've Join got us. Chonus. Celebrities behaving badly. We call them d bags. We'll tell you about them after this on my talk one zero seven one. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we call those celebrities behaving badly a name. And that name is D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who is your D-Bags today? Martha Stewart. Oh, what'd she do? Oh, I'm going to walk you through this, okay? We're going to take a point-by-point ride through... Oh, is this her Uber? Martha Stewart's first Uber ride. Because it is ridiculous. Okay. So Martha Stewart has has taken an Uber for the first time, and she has decided to share about her experience on social media. Problem, she did not like her first experience. Shocking. So she did that thing where she publicly complained about her bad experience. So we're going to judge her bad experience. (laughs) So it starts like this. Martha Stewart, my very first Uber. I ordered the most expensive version. Okay. Thank you, Martha. That's, you know, I'm impressed already. I just think that's dumb. Right. Okay. Yep. So she, by the way, when she says she ordered the most expensive version, she means she ordered the black SUV. So like there's a different, if you've never taken Uber before, there's, you know, there's levels and the black SUV is supposed to roll up in this like beautiful. Yeah. 
I saw some lady in my neighborhood get one the other day when I was walking my dog in the morning and I was like, girl, you live in South Minneapolis. Why do you need the fancy Uber? You don't. You don't. Just because you're going on a business trip yourself by instantly. (laughs) Okay. So she says, I ordered the most expensive version to pick me up on Fifth Avenue and 57th Street in front of Tiffany's. (laughs) The first Uber did not show up. Okay. Well, it happens. Well, I mean, it does happen. Although I would be Usually, though, they cancel. They don't just not show up. Mm-hmm. But, and we don't really have any way of knowing how long she waited or if she was watching the app to see maybe they did cancel. Who knows what happened? Yeah, like, does she even know what right. happened? Exactly. Honestly? The first Uber didn't show up. The second Uber came 10 minutes later and parked halfway down 57th Street <laughs> where I could not see the license plate. Okay, well. Okay, so I'm sorry. Welcome did you have to the club? She had to walk a little bit. Just usually that happens. Had to right? walk half down the block. That normal people have to do that. Okay. Um, then we were facing east when I, we had to go west and south. Oh, I'm so, okay. So the car was facing the wrong way. So that was upsetting to <laughs> do you. Get you get to pick that. Uh, Martha Stewart does. Okay. The problem is Martha Stewart is used to taking a private driving service. That treats her differently, not Don't Uber. they got some kind of like fancy driver service for people like her? Yeah, they do. I don't know why she's taking an Uber. She just wants to seem like she's just like us. Well, she's not, though, because the, <clears throat> the just like us is understand that sometimes when you order an Uber, it requires you to use your legs and maybe meet them halfway. And you don't really care which way they're facing. Then you got to figure it out. Anyway, she says it took 20 minutes to face southwest, et cetera, et cetera. It only took a bit more than one hour. On top of it all, the car was a mess inside and out. Okay. And then she shows a picture of the inside. Now, listen, it's not, I wouldn't call it a clean, but I wouldn't say it's a mess. It's not like it was garbage everywhere, but it looks like a couple other people have ridden in it and the leaves have blown inside. It does not look like they vacuumed it out between each. No, it looks like any other car. car. I mean, honestly. Mm-hmm. It looks you like, get what you pay for, girl. It looks like the floor of a car, right? Yeah. She took Although a picture. They could use a detailed job. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, you know, it looks like a car that's been driving people around. It's a rideshare service, yeah. Right? Um, she's very upset about it. She's got her beautiful designer shoes in the picture, um, and she, as she's taking a picture of the dirty mats and her a very expensive Uber, and then she completes the whole post with my very favorite part of the whole post. Ready? And I want Uber to succeed. Do you, Martha? Okay. Do you? After you just spent that entire post, say, like, no, that's dressing just, them that's down. What, that's what people do when they're like, oh, this is not about me complaining about something and being very privileged in my complaint on social media with all sorts of social media to go with, you know, along with my post and rant. This is like me trying to justify that, you know, Mm -hmm. like, oh, but see, this is for the good of you all that I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. Or I just I just get tired of this behavior and I think that, you know, I can use my platform, blah, blah, blah. You just have a bad experience like anybody else. And instead of just being like, wow. And here's what I would do if if I was in if like, let's say I got in an Uber and it was a hot mess. You probably would contact Uber. I mean, it would. Well, you could do that, or if it was funny, you you could post something like that on social media. Like you wouldn't believe the weirdo that just picked me up in an mm-hmm. Uber. Um, but be aware of your audience mm-hmm. uh, if you're going to post on social media. But most likely, I would just send a picture. Like if I thought there was something heinous in the back of my Uber to my friends mm-hmm. in a group text, and mm-hmm. be like, "Can you all imagine what I just 
or believe what I just stepped into. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't just like make yourself sound completely privileged and over the top. Um, D baggy. Right. 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 Yeah. Agreed. She should know better. Yeah. I mean, it's Martha Stewart, though. Should we be shocked that she's a little judgy? No. No. Do you know what my favorite thing is really quickly on the Martha Stewart? Hmm. Are you done? I don't want to. I am done. Okay. I am looking to see if Uber has responded to her because I have not heard yet. Well, um, so I was watching a Martha Stewart clip about what was I trying to make the other day? Brisket. And I always like to look at videos online Mm -hmm. to see what other people are doing when I'm cooking something. And I found this video of Martha Stewart making a brisket. And it was like a, I ended up not making her recipe, but she was making this recipe and she had a woman on who was like brisket expert. And she did this whole long thing. And the woman was actually more Martha Stewarty than Martha Stewart. It Ooh. was delightful because they were having this like passive aggressive, passive aggressive, like uh, um, for lack of a better term, bitch fight. But it was so like under the surface. And at one point, Martha Stewart is like, oh, should I um, blend the sauce that was left over after she took the brisket out? So like there's vegetables and stuff and she takes a hand mixer and she's doing the hand mixer in the pot. You know, she's like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is very handsy. And the woman's like, you're splattering it on me. And Martha then goes, well, as if this was a planned part of the experience. And if this ever should happen, you take a towel and blah, blah, blah. So she clearly was just like, you know, being a bitch about getting splashed on. And Martha was like, oh, I meant to do that to show people what you do when you splash on your guests. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, fun story. That is delightful. Really. I No, it is. Yeah, I yeah. would love to see that. Um it is. That I has, would love. To, that, I would love to see that. I would love to see. It was a delightful Martha Stewart moment, getting yes. out Martha Stewarted yeah, by another woman, like, and then the trying woman, to out Martha Stewart the out Martha Stewarting. The woman was just very much like because I'd be like, oh no worries, I'm on your show. You can splash yeah. away. Yes. And this woman was like, you're splashing on me. Yeah. And Martha Stewart was like, well, I just wanted to show you. Anyway, regardless, do you think that woman's still alive? No, she's probably no, dead. she's <laughs> she her body's in the trunk of that Uber. Two days later. In Cincinnati, in a you know concrete <laughs> hole. Um, can I tell Jeez, you? That got dark really quick. Can I tell you about my d bag? I wish you would. My d bag is not Martha Stewart, but it is Radar Online, mm-hmm. and I love when my d bag is a tabloid because there's this story. Did you see the story about Chris Pratt? No. Oh, exclusive headline: Chris Pratt piling on the pound since dating Katherine Schwarzenegger. That's not my best part or my favorite part. My favorite part is the following subtitle actor's new girlfriend doesn't pressure him about weight like his ex Anna Ferris. <laughs> wow. Here's a story about how Chris Pratt is getting a little thick around the metal and radar online would have you believe according to an insider that it's all because Catherine Schwarzenegger is basically a feeder. <laughs> um, she likes fatties. Um, for example, it's <laughs> this is so rude. RadarOnline.com can exclusively reveal that in stark contrast to his shrinking ex, Anna Ferris. Right. That's a movie reference. Right. Chris Pat Pratt is piling on the pounds and his new girlfriend, Catherine Schwarzenegger, couldn't care less. That's the thinly veiled morality they use to make you think they're not just fat shaming. Right. They're like, he, she loves like, it. He's fat, but she's happy. So we're celebrating his fatties. Um, quote, she loves the guy with meat on the bones and her favorite thing to do is cook for him. They'll enjoy breakfast in bed most days and often spend an entire weekend in bed munching takeout. 
Nope. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, nope. ah. no, thank you. Oh, God. And also, who's telling them this? That's my other insider. favorite part. Oh, they're at bed all weekend yeah. munching takeout. Really? Is that what we're calling it? Um, <laughs> she goes on to say. <laughs> then she goes on to or she. I, it could be a he, right? No, no, it's not even a he or a she. It's an it. It's an it. But also, no, nobody talks like that. Quote, Chris Except is... Except for Polly Shore. Exactly. Maybe it's Polly Shore. It's Polly Shore. Yeah. I, think, I think we figured it out. Chris is giving himself a body break right now, but eventually he'll get back in the gym and tone it all up. No worries. In the meantime, he loves how non-judgmental and cool Catherine is about it all, which is virtually the opposite compared to that pressure he got from Anna. Okay, I, this is what I picture, right? Because <laughs> what they're doing is conjuring up a little... You know, a little movie in my mind of him just like shoveling, you know, pasta into his mouth and being like, I just, I'm, I just love how non-judgmental, baby. You look great with a few extra pounds. That bitch Anna, Mm. she was such a like um, skinny bitch, and you should just eat. Let's munch on Mm. takeout all weekend. I love just how non-judgmental you are. You're just like, I'll get back to my. I'm just taking this body break right now. (laughs) Like what is? But what I also love about it is it's, again, the only way that they can tell the story. Because because the old tabloid would have just said, Chris Pat Pratt piles on the pounds. What's up? Right? Because we used to do that all right, the time. Sure. We used to fat shame people in tabloids. And there was no... Ex- you didn't need a, like a morally acceptable storyline. You didn't story have to pad it with... But now yeah. it's like, oh, she's okay with his, you mm-hmm. know, chunk-a-dunk. So, you know, we're just sharing a story. Mm-hmm. Really? Are you? No. But you know, the insider also said they share the same values. Mm. So that's part yeah. of why they're getting along so well. Yeah. Well, and all that munching of takeout. Part of their values. Yeah. Laying in bed. She loves a guy with meat on his bones. Munching on takeout. He's like, oh, I'm so glad you don't have high, you know, expectations of my, the meat on my bones. Crunch, crunch. Mm-hmm. I'm just taking a body break. Chomp, chomp. When we come back, we are going to munch on... uh, Actually, I'm not going to, but uh, I think Lori's coming in. It's a pie break. Yes. Lori's going to come in, and we are going to continue the blind taste test of my homemade pumpkin pie versus the store-bought... Sell it! ...pumpkin pie after this on My Talk 107.1. All right. We We have our second installment of the blind... Pumpkin pie taste test on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And Lori's with us. Hi, Lori. Okay, so Lori, so here's why you're here. Do you All have right. do you know exactly why we've brought you in? I know I'm tasting pie. I love pumpkin pie. Yeah, I was gonna Good. say, okay. what's your what's your scale normally for pumpkin pie? Do you eat it every Thanksgiving? I will eat a piece. Right after the Thanksgiving dinner, I eat a piece at seven, and then I like to eat a cold piece in the morning. Oh, it's like the perfect breakfast, right? Yeah, no, I'm a pumpkin pie eater. Okay, well, good. Then you're the right person for this job, because here's what happened. This year, I said I was making pies. I'm the pie maker. I love making pies. I do it religiously. Lard? Do you Um, use lard? Yes. Okay, good. And I do this every single year. I have for, since I started hosting Thanksgiving, like 16 years ago. 18 years, whatever. I'm in admiration because pie crust is the hardest It's really hard. And my, now, okay, my grandmother taught me how to make pie crust. And so I take it very seriously. I 
I decided this year I'm not making the dumb pumpkin pie because every year I make the pumpkin pie and one slice disappears and then the rest of the pie never gets touched. (gasps) And I'm like, I don't want to do this if nobody's going to eat it. Then it occurred to me, Lori, what if I make a crappy pumpkin pie and I don't know it? Yeah, she was she's worried about her pie. I'm worried about my pie. It's almost impossible to ruin a pie. That's what I thought. So I thought, okay, well, we're just going to we're going to try this scientific experiment. It's totally scientific. I brought my pie. I'm so glad to be part of the general foods taste test. Yes. (laughs) The Colleen Lindstrom Kinshad. Thank you. (laughs) I've brought my pie. Um, Now, I will tell you, I did not make this crust from scratch okay i did find an acceptable replacement because i do have standards but i did not because i just didn't have time and short acceptable standard where do you get it i will be honest my my favorite my favorite Mm non-homemade crust is uh pillsbury pet ritz it's the one that you get frozen and it's already in the tin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the only one that I will use. Okay, good. Okay, so that's the one so I use. So I'm going to uh, administer two pieces of pie to you, Lori. Administer. Oh my eyes be closed yep. and you're gonna, feed now, me? Oh my gosh, now, Ryan, I will take video put, of this. We put fabric on his face, but I don't want to ruin your hair. So you no, just she's just going to blow out. She looks well, I just deli- had a blow out and yeah. a massage. No. Don't oh hate me. God. I do hate you. Because she's beautiful. But here's the thing. Just close your eyes and I'm going to put a piece, a tiny piece on uh, a fork and then give it to you and you're going to tell me I'm going to give you two and I'll let you chew them obviously. I feel like this has been a fantasy of Lori's and um, okay. I, I can't believe I've never been asked to so do this. This is a very exciting a moment. Piece, so don't be alarmed by the size. Of Are the you piece. giving her like a Bradley bite or a normal bite? Yeah well okay I'm, I'm giving okay. you a bite. Okay. Is that too big? Mm-mm. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's bite one, and I got kind of Lori's mouth on my finger. Okay, I've mm. again, I do feel like this is we're fulfilling some sort of a fantasy right now. <laughs> I do too, right? Okay, what do you feel about that one? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind rolling around with Casey. Okay, so that sounded good. Okay, that was a good review. That was delicious. All right, okay, so now number two. Okay, all right. Let me cl- let yeah, me. She's got a, She's cleansing her own. Oh, I should have brought some water for you. It's like sorry. a self cleaning palette. Let me. Um, I could run my finger around my teeth, but that would be too disgusting. So okay, well, thank you for let me use it. my tongue. It's it's pretty good at. <laughs> Of course, of course. Oh, Lori, right, okay. Ready for the second piece? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Here's number two. And, uh, oh, she, <laughs> she went for that cool. one. Uh, so she's currently enjoying the second piece. And I don't even actually know what order you gave them to her okay. in. Because we are going to tell you. Uh, so I will just set the scene and tell you that Ryan mm-hmm. actually preferred Colleen's pie in the first taste test. Lori, which of those two pies? First of all, did you have any comments about the second one? The first one was more, is it nutmeggy or what is the ingredient? Yeah, sure, spicy. It had more of the pumpkin spice. Mm-hmm. The second one is a milder pumpkin pie. It didn't okay. have as much spice is what it felt like to me. Okay, Like okay. it didn't have as much of the stronger pumpkin flavor. So I would probably... Well, I would eat both of those pies, yeah, yeah. first of all. If you had to pick a favorite, which one would you pick? The first one. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. uh, I am happy to report that you thought the store-bought <laughs> pie was better. Oh, okay. Interesting. But she did say she'd eat both. Oh, she'd eat both, I did, for sure. I did eat both. There wasn't anything wrong with the second no, one. No, the second one, it could just... it. 
I like stronger pumpkin yep. flavor. You want I like the nutmeg. I like yeah. the whatever. I don't even know what else is in the damn. Well, I will pie. tell you what that mine doesn't even have nutmeg in it. My pumpkin pie spices are cinnamon, mm-hmm. ginger, mm-hmm. and ground cloves. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. And that's right. it. That's right. maybe why people aren't eating it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, so you're, you're so one funny. for one. Yeah. Well, so okay. Ryan liked Tied. yours better. Julia liked the, or Lori liked the store bought pie better. I just think it's like a matter of how yeah, pumpkin yeah. Sure. you like it, like yes. how spicy it like it. But I, I love the crust on both of those. Mm-hmm. I would eat both of those pies. And the beauty of both those pies, they don't even need to be tainted by whipped cream. There you go. Otherwise, there you, there you go. go. Wow, that's a ring. You know that there's pumpkin spice whipped cream too that that's you could dumb. like go to town on just regular i'm picking one up at baker square tomorrow because it's the one thing that all my nieces and nephews the pumpkin pie the pumpkin one with the oh, whipped cream and the caramel oh, yes. at baker square those kids love it because it's just loaded with yes it's basically a pumpkin pudding pie yeah, yeah they love that I would is love that a new that. word pudding pudding pie pudding pie. Pie. Yes. pie well Lori, thank you for being our taste tester <laughs> thanks for being our pudding pie thank you so much i'm so glad that we got to fulfill um wow, we're fantasies tied now. we are tied this is what's interesting about this and what people don't realize is that throughout the show also bradley has been digging in yeah to the I've pies been sampling them just um, to you know Make sure that we're doing scientifically accurate testing. Okay. Or just because you I and I don't have like never pumpkin met a pie, pie that you wouldn't put a fork in. I mean, when I say I don't like it, it's nothing I would order. Right. But I always eat the pumpkin pie when it's there. I'm like I, I focus on the apple, but I would I will always eat a slice of pumpkin pie as of well. Of course. Holly's had some pumpkin pie, right? Yes. What do you mean in my life? No, t- here today. No, I haven't. Oh, you haven't yet. Okay. I know B. Arthur has. So we're getting other opinions outside of what is being taste tested on the air. By the end of the show, we will have gathered all options and we will have an odd number so that we will have a clear winner. Right? Yeah. Okay. So far, you're tied. I know. I, I'm not even stressed about it. Might it. Be your, your pie might be crap or... It might be okay. I don't know yet. Or it might be, you know... Might be my family that's crap. Well... <laughs> All right. That's a different segment. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we'll be back. Everything. <laughs> okay. What is it? It's a dingle hopper. Entertainment. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. 
visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.